Hey there, how are you? I hope you are doing fantastic. Today, we are going to be talking about how to avoid burnout. So, stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in. And my passion is really helping others, sharing my knowledge, and doing that so others can make a positive change in their lives. So here we are. Super quick question for you. Have you had a chance to check out the product-inspired merch and other fun designs that I have over on the website? If you haven't, you definitely should. QueerTalkSwag.com. There is definitely some designs for the podcast, so Queer Talk Learn Girl Thrive, and then also some fun shirts like the one I'm wearing now that says classy, sassy, and a bit smartassy with classy crossed out. So if you haven't had a chance, definitely check it out. A fun new way to help support the show. And this is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, getting into it here. So burnout is not fun. As someone who has experienced burnout at least, at least three times, (laughs) uh, you'd think I'd be a pro at it after the first or second time, huh? I can tell you it's not fun and recovering and bouncing back can definitely be a challenge. So avoiding it altogether, if you are able to, is definitely recommended. (laughs) You know, and really overworking yourself to the point where you need to take, you know, one to four weeks off just to recuperate is not good. It's not healthy. And it's really not the way to fuel your best work. I think we live in a world where busy is something that people aspire to be. Everybody wants to be busy, constantly doing something. And I think we're starting to get away from that, at least I hope so. But busy isn't something we should aspire to be. Honestly, we should be aspiring to have amazing time management and really kick-ass career alignment so that we can be doing our best work when and where it makes sense. That should be the goal, not busy, right? Anyone can be busy. I could probably make myself busy all day, every day, doing all the things, and I wouldn't accomplish much of anything, right? So again, having really, really good career alignment, having really good time management, that should be our goal, not to be busy. Busy leads to burnout, let me tell (laughs) you. And, you know, definitely working too many hours can certainly lead to burnout, but, and I don't say but very often, (laughs) but that is definitely not the only thing that leads to burnout. So what could cause burnout? Number one, too many hours. Number two, working a job you hate. So if you hate your job, you are going to approach burnout faster than someone who is fulfilled by their job, right? Number three, working for a terrible leader. If you go into work every day and the boss that you report into just sucks, that is going to drain the life out of you. Number four, if you are not getting enough rest, we all have nights where maybe we only got, you know, four or five hours of sleep, but getting four to five hours of sleep on a regular basis is really, really bad. It will fuel burnout and 
it will also fuel brain problems. Fun fact for you. So get rest. It will literally help heal your brain. Who would have thunk it? Number five, too much stress. I think this is kind of like an easy one, right? If you have too much stress in your life and you're just going, 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 and you're not doing anything to help balance that stress, you're going to lead to burnout. Number six, lack of support system, right? If you are feeling stressed, overworked, and you don't have any sort of support system to help you, definitely could lead to burnout. Number seven, having your ethics or morals or values not aligning to your organization, right? So if your organization is only focused on making money and they do anything and everything they can to make a buck and you are more focused on social causes and doing what's right for the world, that could drain you, right? Number eight, you don't get to make your own choices. Having the feeling that you are not in control, for some of us control freaks out there, can easily drain you. But also feeling like you don't have a choice in anything, whether it's controlled or not, right? Maybe it's something like a really tedious example. Maybe you have to put all of your notes in a particular application or in a particular notebook and you're like, I just want to choose my own fucking notebook. (laughs) Even something silly and redundant can over time, if it's like a bunch of little things can definitely stack up. Now that's just like low key example, right? There's obviously bigger fish to fry, so to speak at work, but you know where I'm going with that. Number nine, if you are really bored and or, probably and, sometimes or, not being challenged enough. So oftentimes if our work is very tedious or monotonous or repetitive, oftentimes we're not going to feel over time like we have the right kind of challenges in our career. And number 10, taking on too much at once. We can only hold so much on our shoulders. And fun fact, it is not the whole world. (laughs) You know, we have all heard that saying, right? They have the weight of the world on their shoulders. No, uh, no, don't even have like any weight on your shoulders. It's bad for your back. (laughs) Someone with back issues, I can say that. We've probably all experienced some of those, if not all of those throughout our career. And at this point, you're like, okay, but stuff really, what is burnout? According to helpguide.org, burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive or prolonged stress. Yeah, kind of like low-key embarrassed to say I've had burnout so many different times in my career, but also like very much open to talking about it and learning from my mistakes and sharing them with you so you can do better. Okay, now let's talk about some signs of burnout because I think if you're in that zone, you might not always be able to tell you are headed for burnout going 100 miles an hour. As someone who's been there, I did not know where I was going. (laughs) All right, number one, feeling tired or exhausted. Like in general, you just feel tired. Number two, you're not really wanting to eat. Or possibly the opposite of that, right? Like just stress eating. Number three, easily getting sick. So signs your immune system, right, is breaking down a little bit and you get sick really easily. Like someone with a cold looks at you from across the store and now you have the cold sort of deal. (laughs) 
Number four, heightened anxiety. Those of us who experience anxiety, whether it's on a regular basis or more situational based in general, having more anxiety is a sign. Number five, having a hard time sleeping. So we all have a night or two or three where we're just like in a sleep funk. Maybe you're having bad dreams or you've been watching some weird on Netflix or whatever the case may be. But prolonged over a period of time, I would say even more than like four or five days um, of you having a really hard time sleeping is a red flag or signs of burnout. Number six, having a difficult time focusing. Number seven, irritability. Number eight, you are really easy to get annoyed or get angry, right? So you're quick to anger, quick to be annoyed. Number nine, feeling sad or depressed. Number 10, being overly negative or having a really hard time finding the positive. Number 11, you feel like you've lost your joy or happiness in either things or activities or people that you used to find joy in, right? So for example, if you really love to go play soccer and now you're like, soccer doesn't bring me joy. Soccer, I hate soccer or I have no desire to do soccer. You're like, wait, but I used to love it like a month ago could be a sign of burnout. Number 12, withdrawing. So this is just in general. If you are withdrawing from people, places, things, you know, nouns. (laughs) 13, having low performance at work or even low productivity. And 14, becoming obsessive over things or activities. So sometimes if we're heading towards burnout, we may become obsessive over a particular process at work, right? Like, oh, this particular piece of the puzzle has to be perfect or doing particular activities. So definitely not an all-encompassing list. And if you feel like you are possibly having burnout, and especially if you feel like you are sad or depressed, I want to encourage you. I am not a doctor, as you all know, of course. (laughs) But seek help, right? Whether that is your own support system, whether it's professional help, seek out some help, talk to somebody about it, have those conversations. Okay, but Steph, what do we do about the burnout? I got you. What do we do? Number one, take time off if you can. So not always will you be able to take time off, right? Maybe you have a accrual-based uh, PTO plan and you only have maybe 12 hours accrued and you're really needing like a week off. You can definitely talk to your leader about time off. So when I say take time off, if you can, uh, one, if you have PTO, most people do. And if you really need to take time off and you don't have PTO, can you go negative or can you even take a few days off unpaid? So take time off if you can. Number two, rebalance your workload. This isn't always easy. Definitely something you're probably gonna have to work with your leader on. However, rebalancing refocusing, reprioritizing, figuring out what you really need to be working on, what can either wait or what can someone else help you with. Number three, talk to your leader in general. Say, hey, what options do we have? I feel like I'm approaching burnout. I'm experiencing da 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 da, right? Let them know if you're of course comfortable sharing that and say, what do you think? What are my options? What can we do? Number four, get some movement in on a regular basis. So whether that is exercise, yoga, walking, cardio, HIIT, you know, whatever it might be. I say movement because I personally don't love the word exercise. And 
depending on my mood, I don't always love the word workout. (laughs) So get some movement in on a regular basis. And that doesn't have to be every day. Even if you start out, hey, I'm going to get some movement in once a week, build up to two, three, four times a week, right? Number five, sleep, 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 get your naps in, sleep at night, get the rest you need. Number six, add in more healthy food options and or, ideally and, (laughs) uh, vitamins. Number seven, trying out meditation or regularly meditating if you already know you enjoy it. I personally try and meditate at least twice a week. Uh, In a perfect world, I would do it every day, but the world is not perfect and I'm not that disciplined. (laughs) But goals, someday I'll get there. Number eight, engaging in activities that relax you. Whatever that is for you. Maybe it's reading, maybe it's music, maybe it's art, maybe it's dance, etc, etc, etc. Going to the beach, whatever it might be. Number nine, doing some breath work. So you can Google, there's probably a ton of YouTube videos um, around breath work. I know there are a lot of online educators out there that teach breath work. You can simply just breathe, right? Breathing in for four, holding for two, And out for four. Typically, you do that with your mouth closed. Since I'm talking, my mouth was open. And as you breathe, your belly will expand out because you are filling up your lungs with air. And when you expand, belly goes in. I know sometimes people breathe the opposite. So FYI there. So it can be like an online class or a video, or it could literally just be you counting your breath. Number 10, get help. I know I mentioned it, but formally, number 10, getting help. Again, your own personal support system, professional help. Uh, Maybe there is a community you're a part of where you can reach out and find others in that community that you can talk to, but definitely have conversations. Be open and transparent with people and, and get that help. Have those conversations. And number 11, chat with friends, family, coworkers, chat with like your people, right? Just more frequently, not necessarily about what's going on. And you can, they can be part of your support system if you need help. Just in general, just chatting with your people more often will help boost your mood. Assuming they're like your positive people. So let me, <laughs> let me clarify, not all family, even friends for that matter, are positive. So make sure people you're talking to are, when I say like your people, right? Think of like Grey's Anatomy, any Grey's Anatomy people out there, like who is your person, right? Christina is Meredith's person, the people who surround you and lift you up. Talk to those people more frequently. Leads really well into number 12, distance yourself from negative people. As I started to understand how to identify the positive people in my life and the negative people in my life, it became very clear there's no rules, right? (laughs) Because you want to assume that the positive people in your life are your family and your friends. And once you kind of figure out truly who is around you and the impacts that those people have, it's not always your your friends and your family who are the most positive. So making sure if you do have negative folks in your life that you're putting distance between yourself and them as you're going through this tougher time. And number 13, work on projects that fuel your purpose. So this is really important because you want to flip that switch of going towards burnout and feeling exhausted and not being fulfilled by what you're doing to working on the types of projects and 
the work that really fuels you for your purpose and that fulfills you. That's going to help turn that around a lot. All right. I hope you found this episode helpful and valuable. If you have a topic you want me to cover, reach out, let me know. As always, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to be here, to listen, to support the show. I really appreciate it. You can find the show notes and more information over at stephdennis13.com. And if you want to learn how we can work together, head over to listen to careertalk.com for more information. If you want to support the show, you can do so by checking out the merch. So careertalkswag.com. You can also check out my Amazon wishlist or make a donation via PayPal or Anchor. Uh, If you are finding value in the show, you're enjoying it, please share with a friend, leave a rating and or review or all the above. I love everyone who has done so. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can find me on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, StuffDennis13 and over on Instagram at careertalkpodcast as well. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so awesome. So amazing. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.